Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Why Do I Care? Today, we'll be talking about the Supreme Court nomination and the people that Biden are, he, the four people that Biden is considering. So without further ado, let's get into it. So let's start with the Supreme Court. What is the Supreme Court? So Supreme Court, it's nine judges, justices, and basically they can deem a law unconstitutional. And this has great power because if a law is unconstitutional, then what they are ruling and the wording of the ruling becomes a law of the land. So we see this a lot play out, like especially in Roe v. Wade. And these appointments aren't supposed to be political. However, they very much are. So the reason... so. Justice Breyer, Stephen Breyer, Justice Stephen Breyer is set to retire, right? So a little bit about him. He was nominated by Bill Clinton in 1994, and he is on the liberal wing of the court. So right now there's a 6-3 GOP majority with the GOP having Robert Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett, and the only liberals are Kagan, Sotomayor, and Breyer, right? So Breyer is going to step down, step down. So this is a big deal because Biden gets to nominate a young justice who's going to stay on the Supreme Court for a while and be very liberal. So as many of you remember, um, RGB died very tragically. I said that in a very uplifting way, but no, it's very tragic. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg sadly passed away. Um, what was it? September 18th, 2020 or something like that. And Donald Trump got to nominate her successor, Amy Coney Barrett. So Trump got to do a thing in which he got to nominate three Supreme Court justices. So he did what Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett. So that shifted everything drastically. So there was a discussion about how this happened. One of them was legitimate. The other two were kind of sketchy. One of them, the Republicans kind of blocked Obama's nomination. And the other one was rushed before the election so it's kind of a relaxing or a nerve cooling something that Breyer is stepping down instead of dying because this is going to sound really inhumane but no but for political reasons it is better that Biden gets to nominate their backup so what's happening now right with the GOP majority is when it was 5-4 there would be a swing vote but now there is not so what the majority does in the Supreme Court is that Roe v. Wade, the abortion one, is in danger. Some gun rights, um, gerrymandering, and the power of the executive branch, all these things are things that are going to go to the court. And what they say is going to dictate the path of the country for many years, many, many years. So what Biden did that many people are talking about is that he says he will nominate a black woman. And this would be the first black woman ever to serve in the Supreme Court, not the first black person or the first woman. In fact, they are a black person and woman on the bench right now, but it'll be the first black woman. So he says we will have the final decision by the end of February, but that is coming up and we are not sure because politicians make a lot of promises about time and they do not always add up. So he has narrowed it down to four people. We know that, but we only have some guesses on who it would be. And because the Senate is split 50-50, um, you only need 50 votes, 50 senators to agree to vote for appointing this person to confirm the person onto the bench. So the people that you need to keep an eye on 
Um, it's five senators. Keep an eye on because almost everyone stays in line with the parties. So on the Democrat side is Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema, two least favorite senators. I will talk a whole lot more about them, but they are just people that try to throw a wrench in the Democrats' plan for political reasons. So Joe Manchin, Kirsten Sinema from West Virginia and Arizona, respectfully. But then also Senator Lindsey Graham, Susan Collins, and Lisa Murkowski from South Carolina, um, Maine, and from Alaska. So two, five people to watch, two Democrats, five Republicans. Just keep an eye on these people. These are going to be key players because with a 50-50 break in the Senate, Kamala Harris will break the tie. So really, Democrats want to keep everyone aligned. If they can't, they will want to take a Murkowski, Collins, or Graham vote away from the GOP. So I'm going to talk about the four people that he is considering nominating. Keep in mind, these are the best guesses of the political pundits. And they aren't, not all of them are official, like, yeah, we're talking about them, but they pretty much aren't. So the first one is um, Judge Michelle Childs. So she is 55 years old, and she is on the D.C. Circuit right now. So that is a one of the justice system steps. Basically, the justice system is like a ladder with the Supreme Court at the top and the uh, D.C. Court of Appeals under it and then a bunch of dc a bunch of circuits all around the u.s so she is on the dc circuit she was nominated by president joe biden this year and um so she was she was confirmed right and what does that mean that means okay so she already got confirmed somewhere so we know that the votes are going to be there to confirm her right so if somebody already got confirmed they already went through the entire vetting process and that is a really helpful to leg up because it kind of kind of just avoid the political mess and drama and stuff and what the prize the biden presidency really needs now is a decisive political victory because they have had not had that at all in midterms are coming up they need a decisive political victory especially if the democrats are running on democrats deliver i will have opinions on that in a later episode when i talk about the midterms which you can expect i don't know like uh, september or something but she was on a district court in South Carolina since 2010 until she got nominated to the D.C. Circuit. And she is a graduate of the South Carolina School of Law. And I am pretty sure this would be, she would be one of the only people that on the court that did not graduate from Harvard Law or Yale Law. So I'm just like a thing. Like, you know, of course we want people to be as educated as possible, but... They don't have to be from the same two colleges. Different colleges give different experiences, and that can be very helpful. And a key thing about Michelle Childs is that she is Jim Clyburn's favorite. So who is Jim Clyburn probably asking? It is a South Carolina Democrat whose endorsement was a huge reason in the, for Biden winning the Democratic nomination. So I'm not sure if many of you guys remember because it was thankfully so long ago. It doesn't feel like that long ago because this is just like a never-ending cycle of 2020 all over again. But it he he was a South Carolina Democrat who uh, who endorsed Joe Biden, and this was right before Super Tuesday. So he got the nomination, big deal. Then Pete Buttigieg and um, Amy, ooh, I forgot her name. How am I forgetting her name? Of course, I'm forgetting her name. Amy Klobuchar. There we go. I don't know how I forgot that. Amy Klobuchar. They nominated, but really it was Jim Clyburn. 
Jim Clyburn clutched up for Joe Biden. He won South Carolina, went into Super Tuesday, kicked ass at Super Tuesday, and walked to the nomination. So Biden doesn't owe any political favors. However, this is definitely going to stay in the back of his mind because Jim Clyburn is a huge reason that he won. So Michelle Childs is a favorite of Jim Clyburn because they're both from South Carolina. So just keep that in mind. The other one is, um, I, I'm going to butcher this name, but it was uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson. So she is 51. She is considered the front runner. Right now, she is on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. And like I said before, that is the second most powerful court. So second most powerful court, Obviously, Biden likes her if he nominated her to the second most powerful court. Or, And what happened was Susan Collins, Lizzie Graham, and Lisa Murkowski all voted to nominate her and confirm her and put her on the court. So out of the five senators I told you guys to watch out for, three of them, all Republicans, decided to vote. So it would be a pretty safe bet if she were, were to be nominated. And she graduated from Harvard Law School. So, you know, Harvard, pretty big deal. Then the other one is Justice um, Lenorja Kruger. Wow, I butchered that name. Also, what's that? Le- Leonondra Kruger? I don't know. Guys, names are hard for me. <laughs> You're going to learn this. Names are pretty hard for me. So she is 45, so young. As you can see, a bunch of these names are pretty young because you serve for a life sentence. Um whether you like it or not, I might talk about that later in the episode. But yeah, life sentence. And yeah, so the younger the better. She right now is on the California Supreme Court, same court as Kamala Harris. She went to Yale Law School, and she argued 12 cases before the U.S. Supreme Court under Barack Obama. So she is pretty familiar with how the Supreme Court works. The last one is Judge Candace Jackson, and she is 43. She's on the 7th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. So she's up there. She's on the ladder. Grams, Collins, and Murkowski also bore her. So also very uh, safe bet. She went to Yale Law School, and she used to be a public defender. And we have not had a Supreme Court nominee who has who used to be a public defender. So that could be a pretty big deal, pretty helpful. Another step to diversifying the Supreme Court. And what the Democrats are trying to do is they're trying to confirm before Easter. So we're going to have a quick ad break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about just Supreme Court fixing and what needs to be done. Welcome back from that little ad break. If it didn't work, um, I don't know, shoot me a DM on Instagram. I'll try to troubleshoot that. Pretty sure it's going to work. So we're going to talk about fixing the Supreme Court. So some Democrats, including... Massachusetts very own Ed Markey, he's the senator, but they want to expand the courts. So it's called the Judiciary Act of 2021. It's co-sponsored by uh, Gerald Nadler, and he's the uh, chair of the House Judiciary Committee, Hank Johnson from Georgia, and um, I can't say this one, Mondaire Jones from New York, and again, Senator Ed Markey. So probably nothing's going to happen because Nancy Pelosi said, um, there's, there's no plans to bring to the floor. And that's a quote. So what it is, is expanding the courts from nine justices to 13 justices. Why is that? Well, they believe that Donald Trump stole two justices. And that is true. So Barack Obama, he nominated Merrick Garland, the current, um, DA and, 
what happens was he nominated him and the Republicans filibustered until the election and then uh, Joe Biden did not get to nominate him. And then that became Gorsh. And then there was a rightful one, which was Kavanaugh, despite being a rapist, he somehow is the least no wait no that's gonna sound weird no despite being a rapist and truly awful person the re the way he got nominated was one of the most fair ways that trump did and the final one was amy coney barrett and what they did was they in an act of complete and typical republican hypocrisy they completely changed their minds and now it is okay to rush through a nomination so two of them are stolen so the democrats are like hey you know what we're just going to expand the court from 9 to 13. Personally, I'm not a big fan of that idea because what precedent does that set? It sets, oh, if we are in the majority of the Supreme Court, we're just going to expand the Supreme Court. And that is an awful idea. Awful idea, in my opinion. But there is a good idea that I am quite fond of. And that is term limits. So as of now, it is just like for life. And the Constitution says that they shall... And I quote, shall hold their offices during good behavior, end quote. Yeah, that's really vague. Thanks, Constitution. Once again, not the most helpful thing in the world. Anyways, I personally think that an idea of 15 or 18 year term limits would be very beneficial for America because you don't have the same old white men on the bench, right? You know, America needs a little less old white men in power and a little more young, exciting people of color and women and all of that thing all over the place so i am totally for term limits however it there would be a constitutional argument but there can always be an amendment to the constitution so i agree that the supreme court is broken and something does have to be done about it right because we cannot keep this up i do not think that changing the amount of justices is the right idea however i think that it would be totally wise and totally smart to add term limits maybe even being it ending up that every four years there would be one new justice right so every president would get one if you're a double term president you would get two right nice fair keep the balance even it's not supposed to be politicized but it is because most things in america are politicized so that is it thank you very much for listening um as always, if you have anything, shoot me a thing, uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram, or if you listen using Anchor, you should be able to leave a um, voice memo. Um, someone left a voice memo. It was very nice to hear, had an idea. And uh, in upcoming weeks, I might have just like a compilation of all the voice memos that people have left me, and I might slide it in and maybe do like a q and I'm not quite sure yet. Still trying to figure stuff out. So thank you for listening. Um, and yeah, have a great rest of your day. Thank you for listening.